You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Wednesday, November the 8th, 2023. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The IDF has cleared for publication that Sergeant First Class Yonatan Khatsor, age 22, of Katsir was killed in fighting in the Gaza Strip last night. He was a member of the Israel Air Force's elite Shaldag unit. Earlier, the name of fallen soldier Reserve Sergeant First Class Yaakov Ozeri, 28, of Kfar Shammai, was released. He served in the Armored Corps. Three other soldiers were seriously wounded in the fighting in the Gaza Strip. Their families have been notified. The toll of IDF fallen soldiers in the fighting since October 7th is 350. There are 240 captives held by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. Rocket alerts sounded in the south this morning. There were no reports of injuries in the north. A rocket alert that was determined to be false was also sounded. In last night's rocket barrage on central Israel, a rocket struck a private home in Savion, causing significant damage but no injuries. The residents of the home were in their safe room and were unharmed. The IDF continues to operate on the ground in the Gaza Strip, assisted from the air. The IDF in Shin Bet overnight killed a top figure in Hamas's weapons production apparatus. In separate overnight operations, the IDF said ground troops directed aircraft to strike a Hamas anti-tank missile squad, and an airstrike killed several members of a squad responsible for launching rockets at Israel. Israeli forces also overnight uncovered and destroyed a tunnel shaft located next to a school. In the north, fighter aircraft last night attacked Hezbollah targets in southern Lebanon, including a weapons storehouse, launch sites, terror infrastructure, and more. The strikes were carried out in response to fire on northern Israel from Lebanon. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says that anyone who calls for an immediate ceasefire must be able to explain how to deal with the unacceptable results that would likely bring about. Hamas left in place with over 200 hostages and capacity and stated intent to repeat the October 7th attack again and again. Blinken was speaking at the end of talks with counterparts from G7 countries. The ministers announced a unified stance on the Israel-Hamas war, condemning Hamas, supporting Israel's right to self-defense, and calling for humanitarian pauses to speed aid to civilians in the Gaza Strip. Defense Minister Yoav Gallant in remarks last night said there would be no humanitarian pauses without the return of captives. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu in comments last night said there would be no ceasefire without the release of hostages. The IDF spokesperson says that since 10 a.m. this morning, thousands of Palestinian residents of the northern Gaza Strip have heeded the military's calls to move south via a humanitarian corridor to a safe zone. The army released a video showing lines of people walking along Salahadin Road, some of them carrying white flags. The Hamas-run health ministry in the Gaza Strip claims that the death toll for Palestinians since the war began has passed 10,500. Since the start of the war, Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria have arrested some 1,500 wanted terror suspects, about 900 of whom belong to Hamas. More than 150 Palestinians have been killed. Since the start of the war, seven homes of Hamas terrorists were demolished. 
The funeral of Border Policewoman Sergeant Rose Lubin, who was murdered in the terrorist stabbing attack near Jerusalem's Old City earlier this week, will take place tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Mount Herzl Military Cemetery in Jerusalem. The family of Rose, a lone soldier who immigrated to Israel from the United States, invited the public to attend her funeral and accompany her to her final resting place. The Socioeconomic Cabinet is due to convene this afternoon to discuss the possibility of allowing thousands of Palestinian workers from Judea and Samaria into Israel to work in agriculture and construction work. This, as the sector, reports a severe shortage in manpower. A con reporter says the finance ministry is also drawing up an incentive plan to encourage more Israelis to take up work in those sectors. Meanwhile, the economic impact of the war, the state budget deficit, rose in October by 1.1 percent, reaching 2.6 percent, or 47 billion shekels. A con reporter says state spending increased significantly last month, while revenues dropped by about 6 billion shekels compared to the same period last year. Justice Minister Yariv Levine says he will convene the Judicial Selection Committee next Thursday. However, the agenda does not include any judicial appointments, only technical matters relating to the working of the committee. Education Minister Yoav Kish this morning attended the dedication in the Dead Sea region of a temporary school for students who have been evacuated from the Gaza periphery and are being temporarily housed in hotels in the area. The school will serve some 400 students from 1st through 12th grades. The weather outlook, no significant change. Cooler tomorrow. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 26, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 24, Beersheba 29, and in a lot going up to 34 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>